Hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things movie news, video games, television, comic books, and all that sorts of good stuff. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Let me just fix a little error here on my notes. Okay. Alright, good. Alright. So, uh... Obviously, uh, today, uh, we're going to be talking about all, well, not all, we're going to be talking about most of what was announced during the Disney's uh, Investor's Day um, uh, webcast. We're going to talk about all that stuff, um, and then we're going to take, we're gonna, we got to review the newest episode of Mandalorian, and then we're going to take your guys' uh, Q&A questions afterwards. Um Oh my goodness. Sorry guys, my computer just shut down and now we have to wait till it boots up. So we are going to talk about all of that and much, much more on this week's episode of the Zixetso Show. So let's go ahead and get uh, started. Um, actually, before we get into any of that, I do want to let you guys know there is going to be a brand new episode of the WebStreamers podcast this Monday. In fact, we're going to be talking more about the Marvel side of the Disney Investors Day. Um, and I should warn you guys right now, a lot of the Marvel stuff we're not really going to talk about on this week's episode of the Successful Show just because there's already so much stuff to unpack as far as what was announced yesterday. And we're, and we're going to have to like kind of just move it along. But the Marvel stuff will get its own dedicated episode of the Web Swingers podcast. In fact, I already got the notes written up for the Web Swingers podcast, and I'm going to record that. Um, uh, if not tonight, which is Friday night, uh, if not tonight, then maybe tomorrow night or maybe Sunday night. Who knows? I'll, but I will get that episode um, uh, up for you guys um, very, very soon because um, there's a lot of stuff to unpack as far as the Marvel side of the Disney stuff goes. But there's going to be a brand new episode. Of the Web Swingers podcast this Monday. Um, and then you're going to get a brand new episode of Spoiler Alert. I'm going to be talking about The Mandalorian uh, Season 2, Episode 7, uh, uh, Chapter 15, titled The Believer. Now I'm going to be uh, doing a spoilers-filled review of that. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about that on the new episode of Spoiler Alert this Sunday at 6 p.m. And don't forget, guys, on... On December fifth, on December twenty fifth, twenty twenty, the end of the line premieres on YouTube on the Zeke Sensor YouTube channel. Um, it will premiere on December twenty fifth, twenty twenty. So make sure you guys go and check it out when it does premiere at six p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, nine p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. All right, let's go ahead and get into what we got to talk about here, and that is. Uh, we're going to be talking about all about the Disney Investors Day. So obviously Disney was holding an investors call uh, that they then decided to um, make it a live webcast for, for the entire world to see. And they basically talked about a lot of stuff. The first part of it was basically them talking about uh, Disney Plus and their expansion in other countries and, other, and stuff like that. Um, and then they also talked about all the new content that they're going to be released within the coming years 
uh, at Di of Disney Plus. I should note one big major thing that they did not talk about. They did not mention whether or not one whether Black Widow was going to streaming. They did not mention that, even though there were rumblings that we might have heard an announcement. Uh, number two, um, they mentioned several times and we're going to get into this when we talk a lot about the Pixar movies and even the Star Wars movies and stuff like that. Um they announced they also talked about how they are still committed to the theatrical experience. Um that they are going to be releasing films in theaters especially during the Marvel stuff they they talked about all of the Marvel movies are still going to be coming out in theaters. Um and even with the uh, you know movies uh with even the, some of the Star Wars stuff um, that are going to be coming on uh, to um, to the movie theaters. Uh, and there will be some movies that will go straight to Disney Plus that were supposed to be going to theaters. And we'll talk about that when we get into um, when we get into that. So let's go ahead and start with this first thing that was announced. Uh, the first big, big announcement that was kind of dropped was actually during the FX um uh, part of the presentation and this was pretty huge so we knew that um disney had purchased the rights all everything that was owned by fox disney had purchased the rights for uh, mainly to um add to their streaming service one of the properties that they got their hands on was alien and the question had always been around. Alien is a rated R franchise. What are they going to do with Alien? Where where are they going to go with it? Well, during the, the FX uh, presentation, they announced that on Hulu, uh, on FX slash Hulu, uh, they are going to be producing an Alien TV series. And it will be, uh, it will be, the showrunner will be uh, Noah Hawley, who uh who show run um Fargo and Legion um and he'll be coming on to do uh the Alien TV series uh we had, I think we had talked about it uh like a few months ago uh Noah Hawley was also attached to um direct uh, a Star Trek movie um but uh, he's not doing that anymore, so he's doing Alien, and Ridley Scott is also on board to produce the series as well. Uh, and they also talked about how this Alien story is set on Earth, and it will kind of follow along the lines, the tone at least, will be the horror thriller of the first film with the non-stop action of the second film. Which, for me, is super exciting because honestly, I have not been a fan of Aliens since those first since I watched those first two movies really haven't liked any of the other alien movies after that um so really excited to hear this in fact I immediately as soon as I heard this I immediately got on my phone and texted uh, uh Robert because he's a huge fan of alien and I really wanted him to know that they were that they were producing this for Hulu which is amazing which excites me so much. Um, so that was kind of the first big thing they announced. Um, then they announced a couple of uh, a couple other 
um, Fox-related properties that are going to become uh, new content for Disney+. Plus. Um, one, I'm going to talk about the the other two things before I get into the, the, the one I really want to talk about. Um, but they announced a Night at the Museum animated series, which is interesting because um, I did not think they would ever go back to Night at the Museum. But... They did, conf- they did confirm that uh, Night at the Museum is going to get an animated series for Disney+, and that Sean Levy, who directed all three movies, is also coming back to executive produce the series. So that's really exciting. They also talked a little bit about Percy Jackson and the Olympians, um, and they also mentioned that the author of the books will have some creative involvement, which we pretty much already knew. Um, so really no news there. But this one... This one actually made my heart so happy because I'm a huge fan of the books and I'm so excited that they're going to bring this. Um, Although it's not going to be an animated series, it's going to be an animated movie. Um, I thought it was going to be an animated series, but it's going to be a movie um, for Disney Plus. And it is Diary of a Wimpy Kid and it will be an animated movie. And I... I love this news. I'm so excited. I'm like really, really excited. Can you tell? My my voice sounds pretty excited. Um, I can't tell you guys. I've read the books all throughout middle, uh, all throughout my fifth grade year, and then going into even uh, middle school, I read the books. I was a huge fan of them. Um, I still am a really big fan of the first four books. Uh, in that series, I think they're very creative and very fun. Um, and I always thought it had the potential to be a really great animated series, but the fact that they're going back and doing an animated movie for Disney plus actually interests me. Um, and I was really not a fan of that last Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie that they did. So hopefully they can do another anime, another Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie that will be even better. Um, and, um, and I even liked that the first three, uh, Wimpy Kid movies that they put out. I thought, those first three Wimpy Kid movies were really, really good and really creative. And really excited to see that they're going to be going back uh, to those characters. We're going to be... And also, they also showed a little bit of um, uh, animation uh, and what it's going to look like. And um, I will say, I'm I'm loving... I like the design of the characters. Um, it was mainly a, a small little, like, 30-second clip of Greg Heffley, like moving this giant snowball and then he like rolls into the snowball and stuff like that. Um and I got to say I like the I like the the character designs and I even like the the style that they're going for it. Um and also it's not going to be like black and white images. They're actually bringing color into this world. So it's they're going to have the similar designs that they have in the books but it's also going to be um they're also going to combine that with um with the uh, uh, uh with a new design and and color uh, and adding color to the characters um which will be really really cool and really uh interesting to see now Let's go ahead and let's get in depth on some of these, um, on the big ones, okay? So after they talked about all that stuff, uh, they moved on to Lucasfilm. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy came out and talked about um, 
all of the Star Wars projects first. And these are some of the Disney Plus projects that they have in the works. Obviously, they talked about Mandalorian Season 3. Um, they talked about Season 2 and basically showed like a whole sizzle reel of basically everything we saw from Season 2. Um, and then they also announced that Season 3 is coming. And, it, and I believe they said it's coming in like Christmas of next year. So that will be um, interesting to see. Um, they announced a Lando television series um, no word yet on if it's going to be a live action series but they did say that it's gonna that a lando series is in development and that the uh showrunner for dear white people will be involved in the project i never watched dear white people so i don't know how it went um i heard some people say it was really good and then i heard some people saying it was really bad um i don't know i never watched it um because the it just didn't really look that interesting to me. Um, but I am super interested in this, though. Because I thought I thought Lando was honestly the best part of, um, of uh, Solo. I thought Donald Glover's Lando was the best part of Solo. And I really wanted to kind of see more from that character. Um, so we're getting that. Uh, we got to see some, st so, uh, like a little sizzle of um, the Bad Batch an animated series. And it looks like this series will be taking place during Order 66. Um, really excited for, really interested in this one. I liked the Bad Batch episodes. I thought they were good. I didn't think they were great. Um, but I am really interested in this series. And especially after seeing that sizzle reel, I'm even more intrigued. Um, just by the look of this show. You know, it looks really cool. Then they talked about the Cassian Andor series titled Andor. Um, and this series is basically going to be taking place um, before Rogue One. And it'll be telling a lot of the adventures of Cassian Andor. Uh, and they basically showed like a little behind the scenes kind of uh, little reel. Showing that it, they have been moving forward with it. Um, during the whole um, pandemic, they've been working on it over the pandemic, um, and they got it. It's in the war. It's it's actually, I believe, just started shooting, and it will be on Disney Plus. I believe they said next year, so um, that will be really cool to see. Um, we got to oh, we got to hear about that one show that will be produced by. Um, the Russian Doll uh, showrunner um, Leslie Hedlund, and it will be called The Acolyte, um, which will be taking place during the ending of the High Republic era. Um, and it sounds like, it sounds like they're going to be delving into um, um, the dark side. A little bit it's gonna be our main character is actually gonna be a dark side force user maybe a sith maybe a possible sith lord um who knows we'll just have to uh wait and see uh how that goes um uh let's see um we did get an announcement of a new series called a droid story which is basically um c3po and r2d2 that are getting their own show i don't really care for it um 
They talked about another animated series called Visions, which is basically going to be a series of short stories um, that are going to be um, directed and created by some of uh, uh, anime of some of uh, the uh, creators of some of the famous animes that premiere in Japan. So they'll be coming in and doing some work for Lucasfilms as well. And that's Visions. Now, let's talk about um, the big ones, the main ones that I want to talk about. Um, two shows that will be connected to The Mandalorian and actually that are going to be taking place the same time as Mandalorian are the Rangers of the New Republic... And Ahsoka. Uh, we are getting a live-action Ahsoka series, which a lot of people kind of speculated. But I'm so glad we're getting it. We're going to get Rosario Dawson back to play Ahsoka, which is pretty cool. Um, I love the character of Ahsoka, and I cannot wait. Uh, and I'm also really interested that they're basically coming up with their own uh, mini-cinematic universe, uh, tying those three shows together is really interesting to me now the one that i the, the last show i wanted to talk about because this is the big one obi-wan kenobi and they uh confirmed that they are they are starting to shoot pr they're going to start shooting pretty soon and i i believe they said next year and they confirmed that hayden christensen will be back as anakin uh well as darth vader so, I'm going to be honest. The reason why I chose to talk about this last is because this actually uh, very much excites me. Because, look, I myself have said not such great things about the prequels. In particular, Hayden Christensen's performance. However... Um, my opinions on the prequels haven't changed. Um, episodes one and two, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are still two of the of are still bad, and then you have Revenge of the Sith, which I think is really really great. Um, but Hayden Christensen, I don't feel like was um given any more of an opportunity to really uh i don't think george lucas was playing to the strengths of hayden christensen as an actor um i think you know hayden christensen can be good in movies i compare him very much to uh dave batista and um uh gal gadot they're both really good actors, but with the right director. They need the those two actors, Gal Gadot and Dave Batista, need the right directors to play to their strengths. In Dave Batista's case, he's got James Gunn, and James Gunn plays to the strengths of what he can get out of Dave Batista, and we get a really good performance out of him. Um Patty Jenkins plays to the strengths of Gal Gadot as an actress, and we get a very good performance out of her as well. Um, and I think it, we just need a director who can do that with Hayden Christensen. Because unfortunately, look, George Lucas, he's a very great storyteller. He's good at coming up with long-form narratives. 
but he's not a good writer or director. He's not a good he's not good at communicating to his actors the type of at pulling the strengths of taking all the strengths that the actor has and using those. He's not good at using those strengths, you know. Um and that's what we have and and you get what you get with the prequels, uh, with Hayden Christian's performance. Um so yeah, I mean look, we'll see how it goes. I mean hope again, I hope it I hope it turns out great, good because look, I would really really like to see Hayden Christian give out just really good performances. Um plus I think Hayden Christian's probably going to be under the Darth Vader suit and it's probably going to be do, behind a mask most of the time. Um, I think we will go back and do some flashbacks with Hayden Christensen and um, Eagle McGregor as Obi Wan, but I think for the most part, I think they're gonna. I think um, uh, Hayden Christensen will be in the Darth Vader suit um, most of the movies, so, most of the show. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Now, um, those are all the stuff they're going on. They're doing on Disney Plus. Um, we'll get to the other Lucasfilm content in a little bit, but I want to talk about the Star Wars theatrical movies. Again, Lucasfilm uh, stating that their movies will be theatrically released. Um, one of the things they talked about is Taika Waititi's Star Wars film is in development, um, and that it will have his. It will be his Star Wars. It will be his flavor. Brought to the Star Wars universe, which is really exciting. And then they announced something that it was one of those moments when they announced it. I jumped up and like screamed. Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins is coming in and directing a Rogue Squadron movie. And just shortly after that, Patty Jenkins released this little video of her like roller skating through a an Air Force um, uh, base, and she tells this really personal story about her dad and her her dad was a pilot um, in, in the Air Force, uh, served was in the service uh, as a pilot, and um, she basically wanted to she basically suggested. That this Rogue Squadron movie will be very per- will be a very personal story, um, which is really really exciting because Rogue Squadron was, is a Legends novel um, that was no longer canon, but now they're bringing it back into canon and making a new story out of it, which is really exciting. Plus, I mean, it's Patty Jenkins directing it, and I have all the confidence in her. That she'll give us something really, really spectacular. Um, okay, now let's talk about all the um, other Lucasfilm content. Um, one of the things they talked about was they talked about um, on Disney Plus we're getting a Willow. I believe it's a, a, a mini series uh, based on the film Willow, um, and they talked about how uh, John M. Ch- uh, is it John Chu, uh, John M. Chu, I think? I don't know. The director of Crazy Rich Asians is going to be directing the first couple episodes of the, of, of the series. 
Um, and then Warwick Davis is returning. I'll be honest with you guys, I've never seen Willow, so I really don't really have an opinion on this show whatsoever. So, um, never heard, never seen it, and um, so yeah, don't really have an opinion on it. Then they got to their other theatrical films. They did announce, they did confirm that um, Indiana Jones 5 is still in the works with James Mangold uh, taking over the director's chair and that Harrison Ford is returning and it will also be a theatrical release and it will be a theatrical release film. Another theatrical release that they're going to be working on is a story called The Children of Blood and Bone. Uh, which is based on a on a best selling novel um, that I've never read, so hopefully it will turn out really really good. So let me talk about my overall thoughts on the um, the Lucasfilm stuff, Star Wars included, and their other content. I think this is a bright, a really good step in the right direction for Lucasfilm and for Star Wars in general, and for even Star Wars. Um, they are obviously putting more of their focus on television than they are with the movies uh, not that they're not going to be doing any more movies they're going to be but they're really only putting their attention on two movies um, obviously we're probably not going to end up getting the ryan johnson trilogy and we're probably not going to get that um original well not that we were probably never going to we're, we're probably we were probably never going to get it in the first place because benioff and weiss were gone but we're not going to get their trilogy um so yeah, we're we're basically gonna be um uh you know, when it comes to Star Wars, they'll be focusing very heavily on their TV shows, which I'll be honest, I'm perfectly okay with. Why? Because Star Wars is doing so good on television. Star Wars has been doing so good on television with the final season of Clone Wars, with Mandalorian season one and two, um I even liked the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, you know, I know a lot of people didn't, but I I, I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, they're they're just doing really really good right now, and I think they just need to keep the focus on their TV shows. And I think we're gonna get some pretty cool stuff out of it. And as far as their theatrical films go, I'm excited for them. Hopefully. Theaters will be open by the time these movies come out, and I'll go. I'll be able to go sit down in a theater and watch a Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins. So hey, you never know. Hopefully, it will happen, and I'll be there. Opening day, I'll be there for that Patty Jenkins directed um, Rogue Squadron movie. So that will be pretty exciting. Whew. Okay, um, let's move on. Let's talk about the Disney live-action stuff. Now, we're not going to talk about all of the Disney live-action stuff, um, mainly because there's just some of them that I don't care about. Like, they announced a, uh, a Beauty and the Beast prequel series on Disney+, Plus, which I don't care about. Um, they also announced a Swiss Family Robinson um, and uh, live-action series, which intrigues me. Um, Mighty Ducks... A new thing of Mighty Ducks that they announced as well. Um, but I want to talk about this this stuff because some of this was actually supposed to be in theaters. Um, we're obviously going to be getting The Lion King 
um, which is going to be, uh, which they did confirm is a prequel, not a sequel to the 2019 film. It is a prequel to the 2019 uh, Lion King film. And they and it was just announced today that Hans Zimmer um, and Pharrell Williams are returning to write some new music uh, for the film as well. And it is confirmed Barry Jenkins is the director of this version of The Lion King, of this Lion King uh, prequel. So that'll be really interesting. Um, they also did talk about The Little Mermaid. Um, they just gave, they didn't really give us any new information on the Little Mermaid live action remake. All, all we need to know is that there's a cast involved, including, um, uh, ha Halle Bailey as Ariel. Um, you have Aquafina's there also, um, Jacob Tremblay, Melissa McCarthy, and Javier, Javier Bardem, and, uh, David Diggs, uh, are all, um, signed on to be in the film so that will be pretty exciting um then they talked about some movies that will be going on to disney plus uh the live action remake of pinocchio which is directed by robert zemeckis uh we talked about how this was one of the three movies that was gonna skip the theatrical release window and is gonna go straight to disney plus um they also announced peter pan and wendy um, is also going to go straight to Disney Plus instead of in theaters. And then they announced a sequel to a underrated movie, actually. An underrated Disney film that I actually really, I thought was, I still think is a really good movie. It's a good, solid movie. Um, they did confirm that, uh, an Enchanted sequel is in the works uh, with a uh, the Amy Adams um, film Enchanted. A sequel is in the works, and it will be. It will also. I'm looking at it here. It is also going to be going to Disney Plus as well. And uh, Alan Menken is coming back to compose the music for it as well. Um, so it. So. Uh, and the sequel is called Disenchanted, which is what the film will be called. And it, again, will also go to Disney+. Plus. Okay. And then the final one they talked about was Cruella. Uh, Cruella is going... The Cruella DeVille um, spinoff film, the live-action version, uh, will go to Disney+. Plus. They showed some footage, but they didn't actually show it during the, the webcast. They only showed it to the investors. So hopefully at some point we'll get our first official look at it. Um, again, hopefully. I don't know if we will, but I would like to. I would really be okay with that. All right. Um, so yeah, so again, uh, just to kind of uh, give my thoughts on the live action stuff. Um, the stuff that I talked about is very interesting, very intriguing. Um, the Lion King prequel, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I didn't really, I don't really like the 2019 Lion King remake. Um, I know, I know I said I did, but then I watched it and I grew a brain and realized, no, this isn't good. Um, but, um, who knows, maybe with a new director, 
and the fact that this is going to be a prequel set before um the first uh the first the original film um that will be very interesting i just kind of wish they did this story instead of doing a live action a straight a shot for shot live action retelling of the original film but whatever um <clears throat> and then uh about the little mermaid again there really wasn't much news to the little mermaid um other than stuff that we once again already knew um uh the pinocchio remake i'm really interested in especially since tom hanks is confirmed to be in it uh peter pan and wendy again not really anything we know no real news on it um again disenchanted i'm really excited that we're going to get a sequel to it and then cruella very excited for that one as well all right let's go ahead and move on to the disney animation um stuff now walt disney animation uh came out and talked about all their stuff that they got going on for the first thing they did discuss was uh raya and the last dragon and they did confirm that is going to be it is going to be released both on disney plus and in theaters now what disney is doing with this they're going to do the same thing that they did with mulan if you want to watch it on disney plus you're gonna to have to pay some money uh through premiere access um now they also did not discuss what what they did not talk about how much you're gonna to have to pay for it but i'm just gonna say this right now it doesn't matter how much we got to pay for it. it it's all it's it's bullcrap this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, but this is just we're getting Disney Pixar is releasing Soul on Disney Plus for nothing. We're getting that for free. Why are we getting Raya and the Last Dragon on Premier Access? Why do we have to pay for it? You know, you're already releasing it on the same day as theaters. So why would we have to pay for it? Plus the the plus the extra pricing you're gonna the price you're gonna raise the price on Disney Plus anyway, so why put this on Premier Access? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Does not make any sense to me. I thought they learned their lesson with Mulan. But apparently they haven't. Um so they're gonna do this Premier Access bull crap again and i'm not really happy about it i'm just not happy about it so um but yeah they did confirm ryan the last dragon is going to be both on disney plus and on and and in theaters uh in the u.s and around the world um depending on what theaters are open by the time ryan the last dragon comes out um maybe i'll go to see it um and if theaters aren't open i still got the drive-in so i got a drive-in theater not too far from where i live so um and hopefully they'll play wonder woman there so i can go see uh wonder woman over there but uh but yeah no uh ryan the last dragon um is gonna they that that's what they announced for that one and they also talked about how it's gonna be the 59th uh disney animated feature which i i know i i know a lot of you guys aren't really interested but I listen to this podcast called Disorder Every Disney Film. 
and it's basically a podcast where they were reviewing all the Disney animated films in order, and they're about to review Frozen 2, which is the most recent one that they released, and that one was number 58. It just just really shocks me that Disney has made 60 movies, 60 animated films over the course of their time you know over the course of its existence 60 it's it's crazy it's just insane um so yeah and we'll talk about that 60th animated film in a second um but they also announced a couple other stuff for disney plus first thing they announced was baymax the series now this is not to be confused with the big hero 6 series that's on disney that's on disney xd um, which is a really great series if you haven't watched the um uh, big hero 6 series on disney xd get on that it's really great um but this baymax series is going to be basically um a series of shorts where baymax is going to be um it's going to see his adventures as a healthcare companion rather than him being a superhero uh, so you're gonna see him with a di- with a new patient um, each week, um, and it's and it sounds pretty interesting. But what they got going on here it sounds pretty fun and pretty interesting. So I'm really excited about this, um, and I have a feeling every episode is gonna end with him saying, "Are you sad? I cannot deactivate until you say you are satisfied with your care." So, um, oh my gosh, that moment in Big Hero Six makes you cry every time though. But, yep, they announced it. Uh, Baymax, the series, will be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the other one they announced is Zootopia+. Plus, and this one's going to be another little spinoff series. Um, basically, it's going to be a series that... Ta- that uh, a series of kind of like short stories um, that deal with other parts of Zootopia that we didn't get to see in the film. Um, so, maybe we'll get an appearance from Judy... Pops and uh, Nick, what's his name? Nick Wild, I think. Um, hopefully, we'll get an appearance from those two. But the main thing they said is that it will be outside of those characters, so we're going to be expanding the world of Zootopia and seeing more of it, which it intrigues me because I, I, one of the things I said coming out of Zootopia was, I want to see more of it. I want to see way more of it. I want to spend some more time there, and it's really exciting that they're going to do that. Now, they also announced that they are going to be continuing in a series, The Princess and the Frog, and that uh, the show will be called uh, Tiana, and it will be basically a musical comedy series, um, continuing the, the adventures of the characters from The Princess and the Frog. Um, I Now, the one thing I wonder is, I wonder if it's going to be in 2D animation, or if they're going to do it in... Uh, 3D animation. Um, now, you guys know, I'm not a huge fan of Princess and the Frog. Uh, I actually think it's one of the more weaker uh, Disney movies. Um, I think the soundtrack in that movie is awesome. The soundtrack in that movie is amazing. It's one of the best Disney soundtracks ever. But I'm not really a huge fan of it. But this intrigues me actually i mean in, i'm interested to see more from this um hopefully maybe this series will give me a, a a deeper appreciation um for the movie like who knows 
Maybe that'll be the case. But the series that they announced that another one made me go and this just made me like jump up with excitement is actually one that's a little weird. A lot of people don't like this movie, but I thought it was actually kind of cute. And it's actually one of my top five favorites. They're doing a Moana series. And that actually really interests me because there's so much you can do. Um, in fact, I honestly thought they were going to do this. They were going to do an animated series based on Moana, uh, on Disney Channel. I thought they, I, I was thinking, oh man, they're going to announce something for Disney Channel with this. Um, but they didn't. And now that they're doing it on Disney Plus, that's even better because they got a higher budget than Disney Channel. Um, and that's, and that's really interesting because again, you can do so many other stuff because Moana is basically like a superhero. You know, she's got control over the water, you know, so, um, you know, so it, again, it's so, so exciting and I, I'm super interested in it. Um, I wonder if we're going to see Maui. I hope we do. And I hope he says, you're welcome. Um, anyway, all right. Um, <laughs> they also announced, um, a new original series from a, from a, um, uh, a, uh, I can't remember where this company's been. I think it's based in Africa, but um, it's a company called Kugali, and they're doing a series called Iwaju. I'm really butchering that name. I can't do it again. Um, but it's a new animated series, and it's basically the way they talked about it. It's basically kind of like a um, a classic fairy tale, but with futuristic elements sprinkled into it and it sounds really really cool and sounds very cool and the 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 image that they put on this on the in the background uh looked like almost looked like black panther a little it looked like wakanda um so they're definitely going to be delving into that which is really also really exciting to see um and yeah it's just really interesting now Getting into the theatrical films, they did talk about um, a new and uh, their new film, their next film, uh, the sixtieth Disney animated feature, um, called Encanto, which will be um, a, um, I believe they said, I think they said it was a Cuban. It was going to take place in. Cuba or South America. I can't remember where they where they said it was taking place at, but um, basically it was going to deal with another um, another culture, um, which Disney's really good at. Actually, Disney's really good at exploring different cultures and different societies, which is um, part of the reason why I think a lot of their movies work so well. Um, and um, they also said that. Uh, Byron Howard and Jared, what's, oh, what's his name? I'll bring this up here. Um, they're the two directors of, they're the two directors of um, Zootopia. Um, so, uh, Encanto, it's going to be directed by, uh, 
Byron Howard, Jared Bush, and Sharice uh, Castro-Smith. Uh, and it's going to have... Um, it will be a musical that will feature both songs in Spanish and in English. And it will be... And it will be released uh, next year in November on November on in November of 2021, and they also did say that Lin Manuel Miranda is going to write the music for the film, uh, which is really really exciting. And again, just can't wait. I'm interested to see this. Um, look, is is this going to be a good movie? Who knows? We, we we might it might not be a good movie. It might be garbage. Who knows? But you cannot deny that Disney Animation is doing some really good stuff right now. Like ever since really the Princess and the Frog, they have been putting out I mean uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet and then Frozen 2 are the exceptions. But ever since Princess and the Frog, they have put out just movie, beloved movies, so many beloved movies in a row. And over the past decade, they've really stepped up their game and honestly become bigger than Pixar even. Um, and this is coming from somebody who's a who's a diehard Pixar fan who's loved their who loves basically a lot of their movies, um, with the exception of a few like you know cars and stuff like that but but yeah no this is really interesting and i'm really um intrigued to um to see what they do um okay so i'm gonna bring up the next film here and oh we're moving on to the uh pixar part and this is the last segment of the of the stream that we're going to talk about because again, I'm going to talk about the, um, I'm going to talk about all of the Marvel stuff on the web singers podcast, because there's a lot of stuff on the, on the Marvel section. And we already have a lot of Q and a questions. So, um, but we're going to talk about the Pixar stuff. Uh, first of all, they showed a clip from soul, which was a really nice little clip. Um, my most anticipated movie of the year, and I'm super excited to see this coming to Disney Plus um this this holiday this Christmas. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting. Um again, it's gonna be directed by Pete Doctor. By the way, I just have to say, Pete Doctor is so good at these presentations. Like he's so good at them. Um he just came out and he was so he was full of energy. He talked about all the the history of Pixar and I always said, I mean, we don't really, we know John Lasseter did some shady stuff when he was in, when he was in charge of Pixar, but I always said, if John Lasseter wasn't running Pixar, the person I would hire to take over his place is Pete Docter, because he is, I think, the best director working there. Him and Andrew Stanton are two of the best directors working there. Uh, Andrew Stanton obviously directed Finding Nemo, which is my personal favorite Pixar movie. But Pete Docter directed movies like Up and um, and even Inside Out, which is one of my top five favorite Pixar movies. So, um, 
but he was so full of energy. He came out and started talking. He it, it's almost like he wasn't even talking to the investors. He was more talking to the fans, which is what really excited me. And honestly, it felt like a lot of these people were just talking to the invest, which is understandable because it is an investor's call. It is an investor's uh, presentation. But I was kind of expecting everyone to kind of come out and also be aware that there are fans watching this and we might as well treat this like a, like a fan event. We should treat this also like a fan event also. Um, and they, and they kind of did for the most part, but Pete Doctor came out and really like really talked about was so full of energy and just so excited to talk about all of the upcoming projects that they've got going on. And you can understand his passion when he talks about um, Soul. And it's a film that's near and dear to his heart. Um, and he's really, and I'm really excited for that movie. Um, another thing they talked about that's coming to Disney Plus very soon is called Doug Days. Which is a, um, a show about Doug from Up. Uh, and the, they, the clip they showed was Doug playing with a new, uh, thing of puppies that Carl Fredrickson, uh, got. And <laughs> it was so funny. It's just, you know, he's, he's, he's having the dogs, he's having the puppies chase him. And then all of a sudden these puppies start biting his ear and his tail and start dragging him. It was so hilarious. And Bob Peterson is returning to do the voice for Doug. And he'll also be the uh, showrunner for this as well. So it's also going to be really interesting. Um, they also talked about a Cars series that they're doing. But I honestly don't really care. Um, and then they talked about an original uh, animated series that they're doing called Win or Lose. Um, which is basically going to be kind of like an anthology show. Um, and uh, it sounds interesting. Sounds pretty pretty cool uh and um yeah i'm i'm super super excited for it so okay um now let's talk about their theatrical stuff because they did bring up once again they did talk about a lot of the theatrical stuff the first thing they talked about was luca which is coming out next year um this is a movie that they that they had announced earlier in the year. Um, it's going to be directed by uh, Enrico Ca uh, Casarosa. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. Um, and then it was going to be. The screenplay will be written by Jesse Andrews. Um, and it's basically going to be taking place. It takes place in Italy. Uh, and it's basically going to be kind of like a coming to age story. It's uh, about a young a young boy who experiences an unforgettable seaside summer on the Italian Riviera filled with uh, galetto, pasta, and endless scooter rides. Luca shares these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. He is a sea monster from another world just below the ocean's surface. Uh, which sounds intriguing, sounds really fun. Uh, and a very inventive um, kind of premise. 
Uh, and they even showed some small little clips from it, which also seemed pretty cool. Um, and yeah, pretty pretty interested in that. Uh, very excited for that one. Now, the they also announced two more films that will be uh, released um, for uh, for the year of twenty twenty two. Um, I'm going to try and find the release date here. Try to find the release date. Okay, so this movie will be released on March 11th, 2022. Um, and I'm going to find the director's name here. But the director of this movie directed a little short film. Uh, for Pixar uh, called Bow which if you haven't seen it it's on Disney Plus but it premiered in front of The Incredibles 2 and it's a really fun little cute short film I'm so excited that sh that this person's finally going to get um, a movie made uh, it, it the movie's called Turning Red and it is a uh, uh, a is going to be written directed by Domi Shi uh, Domi Shi, and uh, the premise is actually pretty um, is pretty interesting. So um, let me see. Okay, so <laughs> this is the premise. Uh, meet May. She experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an with an added twist when she gets too excited. She transforms into a giant red panda. Um, which is very intriguing. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know how that's going to turn out. But hopefully that will be um, a pretty cool little movie. Um, and then the director said on Instagram. Described the movie as quotes. And I'm quoting this. Quote. Puberty, Asians, red pandas, uh, and I'm like, I, I read that and I just thought it was so funny. That's how, and I just was like, oh my gosh, that's that's hilarious. Um, but yep, nope, they're um, they're bringing that. It'll be her debut feature film, and it will again be released on uh, March eleventh, twenty twenty two. Now, the. The second movie they announced uh, for next year is a feature film titled Lightyear. Uh, Lightyear is uh, basically going to be uh, a movie about uh, Buzz Lightyear. And it's basically going to be... Um, so Pete Doctor kind of talked about this. He talked about it as... When they came up with Toy Story and came up with the character of Buzz Lightyear, they talked about how uh, they thought of Buzz Lightyear as kind of a, as a toy who was based off of a um, a big blockbuster movie, and they decided to make an actual movie based on that premise. Uh, you know what is the the actual um, what is the actual Buzz Lightyear toy based on? Um, which and that's basically what the movie's gonna be, and 
the voice for Young Buzz that they did confirm is going to be Chris Evans uh, will voice this new version of Buzz Lightyear, which is really interesting, really cool. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm really intrigued by this. Um, obviously the thing I'm, the movie I'm most excited for out of those three is probably turning red, but, um, yeah, I'm really interested in what they're going to do with, um, with this Lightyear, uh, uh, movie. Okay. Uh, now that we've gotten through all that out of the way, um, oh, let me kind of sum up all the Pixar stuff. I thought, I... Honestly, if I had to sum all this up, I do think Marvel had the better announcements. But the Pixar stuff was probably my second favorite part of the of the investors uh, thing. Uh, really liked it. Really, I thought it was really, really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, super excited for um, for uh, all the stuff that Pixar is going. Now, again, we are going to talk about the Marvel stuff. Uh, on um, the Web Stringers podcast, so make sure you guys tune in for that. All right, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and quickly review the Mandalorian season two, episode seven. I uh, thought it was a good episode. It is, I think, the least my least favorite episode of the season, but it's still a really great episode. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. So uh, now that we've gotten that out of the way, um. We're just going to jump right into the Q&A questions. Um, I'm going to... I'm, I'm not going to take the commercial break because we got a lot, a lot of... A lot of Q&A questions and we just got... We're going to have to get through some of these. So, uh, how do you guys send in the Q&A questions? It's very simple, actually. Uh, you just send them in through uh, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and the YouTube comment section. And I will make sure to answer them right here on the Zeke Setzer Show or the Web Swingers Podcast, or Avatar The F Show. So, all right. Uh, let's start with the first question here. And the first question is, they're bringing back uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire thoughts. Okay, so yes, I heard the news. We're also going to talk about that on the Web Swingers Podcast. Um, but quick thoughts on it. I love it. I think it's great, and I'm um, super excited about it. Okay. Uh, thoughts on the Marvel Studios announcements? Again, I'm going to talk about that on the Web Studios podcast. So, uh, did you hear Denis Villeneuve's and Christopher Nolan's comments on the on WB slash Warner uh, on WB slash HBO Max decision? Yes, I did. Um, and I am supporting both of them. I think the decision Warner Brothers made was really bad. Um. And I think these two guys, look, they care very much about the theatrical experience, especially Denis Villeneuve. He made Dune specifically for the theatrical release. So I'm 100% supporting this guy in his decision. I'm in his, um, in his fight against this. Because I think we should all be fighting against this. We should not... One of the things that I think Disney did so well was not abandoning the theaters. They are still committed to releasing their movies theatrically. Now, could that change down the road? Maybe. And it possibly will change down the road. But as of right now, Disney is still committed to the theatrical release. 
and Warner Brothers should have done that because Universal is going to abandon that theatrical window model. Warner Brothers should have joined in on Disney's part and perfectly stated, we don't care, we're still going to follow that theatrical window. But they didn't. Instead, what they did was they made a decision that is not that good of a decision, but they did it without telling everybody. They went behind everyone's back and had everybody find out through the news, which is terrible business. Terrible business. So uh, we will just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, All right. Uh, besides the Mandalorian, which Star Wars series are you now more excited, more interested in? Um, I would still say Obi Wan, but if I'm going to take Obi Wan out of the equation, I think I'm going to say Ahsoka. I'm really interested in the Ahsoka series. Super, super interested in that, <clears throat> especially with um, with uh, Rosario Dawson. Continuing to play this character because I did she did I thought she did such a great job with that character and I'm super excited to see her in her own series. I've been screaming for Ahsoka to get a new standalone series. Um Ever since the first kind of cancellation of Clone Wars. So, um, yeah, I'm all in on that character. All in on it. All right. Uh, Zeke, you called it. We're finally getting a Diary of a Wimpy Kid animated series. Okay, first of all, it's not a series. Correction, it's not a series. Uh, it is a movie. It's an animated movie. But... Yes, we are finally getting it. Um, do you think they will get the original cast from the first three, or get new, or get a new, or get new voice actors? Um, I think they're going to get new voice actors. The original cast is just way too old. I don't think they're going to go down the road of casting the original actors, especially because no one. There's a lot of people who don't even remember those movies, so they're probably going to recast and just create a new version of this series, which, by the way, I will be watching on day one. That will be the day one when that show drops. I'll be watching it. So, um, all right. Um, what are the chances we get a fight between Obi-Wan and Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series? Oh, 100%. I think they even said that there will be a rematch between... Anakin and Obi-Wan. So 100% we're going to get another lightsaber fight. And hopefully it's on the same level, if not almost better, than the one in Revenge of the Sith. Um, and hopefully it will be a lot better than the one in A New Hope. Um, or the sequel trilogy for that matter. Um, Alright. With all the stuff announced at the, at the investors call, do you think Disney... Do you still think Disney will abandon theaters? Now, with all the stuff they've announced as far as their theatrical releases, no, I don't think so. I do think they're putting more of their focus and more of their creative um, creative um, 
content is going to be on Disney Plus. I do think they're focusing way more on Disney Plus than they are on the movies, which is understandable. Um, and yeah, I I don't think Disney's going to abandon the theaters. I don't think they are. I think in fact they're going to be fighting for the theaters. In fact, this this whole investors call I thought was one big giant f u to what Warner Brothers did with all of their stuff. You know, so and which is good because again I'm totally one hundred percent against the idea of Warner Brothers doing this whole uh, day and date release thing. So, all right. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, which had the better announcements, Disney's Investors Day or DC Fandom? Oh, shoot! As much as it pains me to say this, because I love DC and all the stuff they announced at DC Fandom was awesome. Uh, the Disney investor call. We just got more news and more ex- and there, and all the stuff that we were already excited for. Our anticipation levels kind of just boosted up based on all these announcements that they made. I mean, the alien announcement alone got me excited. So, uh, and it just got better and better. Uh, all right. Uh, why do you think we didn't get any information? On Spider-Man 3. Guys. We were never going to get information on Spider-Man 3. Why? It is a Sony Pictures movie. Even though Marvel has involvement. It is still going to be distributed. And it's produced. By Sony Pictures. Sorry, but that's just the that's just the case. That's just the facts. They are still a Sony Pictures movie. So we were never going to get any information on Spider-Man 3. The only little bit of Spider-Man 3 that we information that we got was that it was going to tie into WandaVision and um Doctor Strange 2. That's the only bit of information we got on um on Spider-Man 3. So. No. And I think. I think Sony wants to wait. On giving any. Plus they're in the middle of shooting Spider-Man 3. So why would we get anything on it right now. Um, Alright. So. Has Disney Plus beaten HBO Max. As far as announcements. Yes. I really do think they did. Because. Although HBO Max has a lot of content. That's ready to be released. Um, Disney had Disney Plus had the more shocking announcements and had more like people are still talking about the announcements. People are still talking about all these announcements. Like my Twitter this morning was just filled with all the stuff that they had announced during this investors call. So, um. Alright, uh, thoughts on the show Handmaid's Tale and are you excited for the renewal of Season 5? I like Handmaid's Tale. I think it's a really good se- uh, series. And yes, I am I am excited for uh, the fact that they're already working on Season 5. 
Um, thoughts on the Shogun series on Hulu? I honestly don't know anything about Shogun. Um, but I know there is there are a lot of people who are super excited for Shogun. Um, and I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, it sounds interesting though. From the premise that from the way they described it, it sounds pretty interesting. So maybe it'll turn out good. Great. Um, all right. Um, okay. Here we basically answered this question, but has has Disney saved movie theaters with their commitment to the theatrical release model? Um, I believe so. I believe um, Disney is going to put a one hundred percent focus. Is going to put not one hundred percent focus, but they are giving their support to the movie theaters. Um, so, you know that that is um, something to be pretty excited about. Uh, which Pixar movie has you most interest uh, interested? Interesting. Interested. I think you meant interested. Uh, Luca, Turning Red, or Lightyear? Well, I am excited for all three, but I think Turning Red, I'm more excited for Turning Red. Uh, just the director of Alone, um, Domi, she, I think, I think she's a, I think she did a fantastic job with Bao, and I can't wait to see what she does with, um, with this movie. Um, and the final question is, Thoughts on The Last of Us Part 2 winning tons of awards at the 2020... I don't... I couldn't care less. <laughs> I couldn't care less about The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I hated The Last of Us Part 2. I think it is a terrible show. A terrible game. The story was terrible. Um, granted, I've never played the game, so I don't have the gameplay. But I have seen the cutscenes. I know what the story... I know what happens in the story... And I thought it was pretty bad. I thought it was a massive letdown. So, oh well. Um, but it won a ton of awards. So, yay, I guess. Okay, guys. That will do it for this episode of the Zeke Central Show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure you guys go check out all the stuff we got going on here on the podcast feed. Including a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast being released this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Uh, well, this Monday, sorry, this Monday at 6 p.m. And uh, let's see. Oh, make sure you guys go check out the sponsor for this uh, episode of the Zeke Setzer Show and the, and really the Zeke Setzer Podcast in general, uh, Anchor Podcasting. Make sure you guys go check out the, uh, our, our sponsor. Um, they're really Anchor Podcasting. I've had a great – I've been on Anchor Podcasting for over a year now, and I love it, and I'm really glad that I'm on here doing this. Um, cause it's honestly, I feel like more better than doing YouTube videos. Uh, not that I hate doing YouTube videos, but, um, I just find this more fun. So, uh, definitely go check out our sponsor anchor podcasting, uh, uh, link down below. Um, and, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.